We're in the book of Joshua. Chapter 10. It's a pretty interesting chapter. It's interesting because it reveals a part of God that undeniably belongs only to him. Some asked to read long. Sorry, what chapter? And I asked that um, all all questions and comments to the end. Chapter? And um, let's pray that you be blessed and led by the Spirit. Joshua chapter 10, where we'll be reading from. Now, Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had taken Ai and totally destroyed it, doing to Ai and his king as he had done to Jericho and its king, and that the people of Gibeon had made a treaty of peace with Israel and were leaving them, leaving near them. He and his people were very much alarmed at this because Gibeon was an important city. Like one of the royal royal cities, it was larger than I, and all his men were good fighters. So Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, appeared to Hoham, king of Hebron. Baram, king of Jarmuth, Daphia, king of Lachish, and Debir, king of Eglon. Come up and help me attack Gibeon, he said, because it has made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. Then the five kings of the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon joined forces. They moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gibeon and attacked it. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us. Because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all the best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all-night all march from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel who defeated them in a great victory at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going up to Beth Horon and cut them down all the way to Azekah and Machadah as they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Horon to Azekah. The Lord hurled large hailstones down on them from the sky and more of them died from the hailstones than were killed by the swords of the Israelites. Notice, this is the Lord. 
This is the Lord our God. He's a warring king, as we see right here. This is the image what we have of him right here. This should warn us that it is fearful to be in the hands of an angry God. There's nothing more fearful than that. And this is why it's so important that we each day rise with the attitude that we're at His mercy. And that we don't want to be an enemy of God. God is the last person you want to be an enemy of. Each day when I rise, I realize that. And it motivates me. It encourages me to know that, you know, there is some justice in this world. Especially when there's so many injustices occurring in this world by the hands of those who are supposed to be leaders, supposed to be national leaders, especially local leaders and so forth, and judges and and. People are getting away with murder. All around us. Men that clearly should be behind bars. Women as well. For the sake of choice. Committing all sorts of murders. And it just breaks my heart. It troubles me. And I wonder sometimes, you know, God, do you know what's going on down here? Do you see what's going on? you see all the injustices that are going on? All the pain, the suffering, and the hurt? When is it going to stop? And I get the same answer. Well, when I'm ready. When I'm ready. <laughs> Until then, you must wait. You must trust that I'm God, that I'm all-knowing, everywhere present, all-powerful. And you're just going to have to wait. really have no choice then at that point but to just submit to his will to bow down and and thank him because it could be me anytime doing the same thing whenever I see these injustices I even look at my own life and I, I say to myself well you know I'm not all that, that, that much better, that's for sure. If we're not for the grace of God. 
I wouldn't be that much better at all. Come to think about it. Many of the injustices and many of the the wrong things that I that I see, even in you, I see in me. A lot of times that's what makes it even worse. Because I know better. I see you going down paths that I know is wrong. I see attitudes that you, you have. I know they're wrong. Because they, they were the same attitudes I've, I've had. The same wrongs that I have done. I can't stop you. That's even worse for me, oftentimes. But I, I pray for you. And I, I pray that God would have mercy on you just as he has had, had mercy on me. I pray that he will change your heart just as he has changed my heart. Not because we're worthy, but because he's worthy. That's Jesus is worthy. It is Jesus who is worthy of mercy, was worthy of mercy. That's why God resurrected him from the dead, signifying that he was innocent, he was slain, he was killed, he was crucified innocently. But it was done because we deserve that punishment. And on and on and on. But the same Lord that we're reading about this evening, as we can see, he's patient, he's long-suffering, but only for a season. Only for a season. Our days are numbered. And we have to take life a little bit seriously seriously sometimes I mean we have to take life seriously sometimes and we need to pray we need to get into a frame of mind a frame of attitude a position of uh, a way of thinking where we confess our sins to God we repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us and ask that he doesn't judge us according to what we deserve. Because if he does, just like these people right here, these people that are being killed, these people that God are destroying, they deserved it. Just like we deserve it. Verse 12. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, O sun, stand still over Gibeon. O moon, over the valley of Ayalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. As it is written in the book of Joshua, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. 
a whole full day. The moon, I mean the sun, didn't go down. And to God's justice, God's wrath had been poured out on these wicked people. There has never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listens to a man. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp of Gilgal. This is the word of God. I believe it. I believe this actually happened. Because I, I believe that God can do this. And I believe that a day is coming. It's going to be a day similar to this day that we just read. And it's going to be worse for those who don't believe. For those who do not believe that God is a righteous God, a holy God, and he demands righteousness from us. He demands that we be holy, and he will not accept us unless we are holy. He will not accept us without the shedding of blood. He will not forgive us without the shedding of blood. There will be no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. He is serious about this. And we will see that day, I believe, when Jesus returns. This is the same Lord, the same Lord that we're reading about right now. That was Jesus giving us a glimpse of the day of judgment, which is to come. Do you, do you believe? I hope you do. With heads bowed and eyes closed, let us pray. Oh God, yes. This is come at a time, at the end of the day, where we must need it. It has come at a time where we need to be awakened from our slumber, our spiritual and moral slumber, which we fall into so often, so many times. We forget that you are God who is a just God. And you will not stop until justice has been rendered. And I'm glad for that. Because this assures me, and I hope that it assures everyone, who's listening right now, that you will judge rightly those who have sinned against you. And if any should happen to fall in your merciful judgment, it's simply because of Jesus. Because none of us are just. Your Bible, the Bible has revealed, your word has revealed, we have all sinned and fallen short of your glory, your justice. That is your glory. This is justice. 
of God. Nobody is, nobody is, is safe from your judgment. You see all things, you hear all things, and you know us better than we know ourselves. You know our hearts, and they are woefully wretched and wicked and evil, and we are in need of a Savior. And that Savior has been given, and his name is Jesus. And so I thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his blood that cleanses us from our sin. And I pray that you would remember your promises that you have given to those who have been adopted by you in Christ Jesus, with Christ Jesus, the Son of God. And that you are created to be like him from day to day. So you would fill us with your Holy Spirit and comfort us even now. And that we would feel safe knowing that your judgment will pass us. Because we have been covered with the blood of Jesus. The Lamb of Jesus. The Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And so we can be safe, feel safe, and know that you have promised us that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You are always with us and that you keep us from your eternal wrath and judgment which is to come. Real soon. We are in the last day. That I believe is clear. The signs are there. The signs are here, I should say. Everywhere around us. There has to be a God that is not going to allow us to continue to live this way. It's more to this than what we see right now. That is our hope. That Jesus is coming. A day is coming when we'll be no more crying, no more weeping, no more sadness, no more death, no more murders. No more earthquakes and tornadoes and all those things, Father, which are clearly signs of the time that judgment is coming. The birth, the childbirth, the birth pains, labor, the labor pains, that's what we're experiencing. Because even the, the whole world groans and moans for that day. So that it can all end and we would have true peace on earth as it is in heaven. That's what we look forward to. So I bless you this, this evening and thank you for another day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your message. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.